The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, a podcast where we talk about how digital, effective digital marketing and effective web development and design solve business problems. Today we're going to kick off quarter four with, uh, as always, co-founder, co-host of the show, Kevin Eberly. Kevin, how are you today? Doing well, Greg. How about yourself? Good. I cannot complain. Excited to be rolling into the fall. Excited to be rolling into quarter four. Exciting to be wrapping up what Trinity is having as, uh, I don't know, can we say a banner year? I mean, we're having a, a year that's way surpassing last year. So I guess that's yeah. a banner year. We're doing you know, great stuff and a lot of fun projects or a lot of fun clients. So today, kind of keeping in the spirit of thing where I guess maybe all old things are new or whatever. Let's talk about finishing strong. And like, let's have this, we can talk about it in the context of how do you finish a project strong? How do you finish a meeting strong? How do you finish the quarter, the day, the month, the year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How do you just, what do you do that are best practices and good habits to finish whatever you're doing strong? Like it, wow. Yeah, kind of a different, kind of a different twist. We're not really talking about, Marketing strategy, strategy. We're talking more about like the implications on business, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that this is, um, I think this is one that we can uh, really talk about for a little while. So anyway, where do you want to start? You want to start project, client, meeting, Oof. month, weekday. Well, you mentioned uh, you know jumping off the fourth quarter. So let's start there. I mean, you know, quarter strong, year strong. Okay, so finishing a quarter strong. You know, I think that, you know, when we talk about finishing a quarter strong, that happens by finishing out every month strong. Yeah, every day. Every day. <laughs> and, then, and then it goes every week strong and then every day strong. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you want to talk about it, it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, you jumped a quarter, you know, but it, 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 to me, the sequence always goes day, week, month, quarter, year. Yeah. And sometimes if you really want to drill it down, if you want to get into the minutia of things, you can go down to like segmenting your day into, let me finish this hour strong. Okay. If what you're working on is going to take more than an hour, which oftentimes everything we do does, let's finish, let me finish this task strong. What does that mean? What does that look like? And then I think that everything starts with finishing off, finishing whatever you're working on at that moment strong. And it com- compounds from there. So, you know, you talk about the quarter, finishing off the quarter strong, you know, we just ended quarter three. And I think by finishing it strong, <clears throat> you know, every time that you finish something strong, you know where you are, you know where you leave off, you know the next right thing to do mm-hmm. for the client, for the project, for the business, for our employees. And it's not always in that order. You know, I, I think that everything that you can do can be traced back to figuring out how to leave something. So it's not messy. Mm-hmm. And then also how to figure out how to leave something in, in a manner where you, there's a milestone achieved. I agree. I mean, that's so important. I think another aspect of, you know, finishing strong in, in this context is, are you set up to do well, you know, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, you next, know, or the next hour. 
yeah, the next hour. I mean, I think it's finishing strong is so, uh, you know, setting yourself up for success in the future is just as important, you know, while looking back and saying, I finished strong there. I mean, I think it's all part of it. Yeah. And I think that some, sometimes also it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if I look back and let's go into the minutia of the day, right? What is my least productive hour in the day? Do you think my least productive hour in a day is right after lunch? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And if I trace it back, it's because I, I got, I worked myself until I got hungry. So hungry. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm walking away. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that's not finishing strong. No. Like, you know, um, my good buddy, Chris Connery would call that rage quitting, you know, like rage quitting, rage quitting is fuck it. I'm done. Right. <laughs> like you want to avoid rage quitting during your day. So if I can see things ahead and say, okay, I have to finish out these two. I have a dev list of 10 things to do. Let me finish these two. Stop, go and do whatever I need to do. That way, when I'm, when I come back, I know exactly what I need to be focused on. And mm -hmm. it's not like, okay, well, what should I get started with now? Let me open up the site. Let me open up Coda. Let me get GitHub fired up. You know, no, no, no. I know exactly what I need to be doing so I can set myself up for a lot of yeah. that. You know, the more you can avoid the rage quits in anything, you know, mm -hmm. the more successful you'll be moving forward. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think it's, you know, there's a lot of strategy behind, you know, strategy and mentality behind finishing strong and, you know, understanding yourself, understanding your own constraints or like, Hey, if I keep going, I'm going to get frustrated. I'm going to take a break now. Right. And you know, yeah. And I think that there's a couple of, you know, th there's a couple of schools of thought, right? I know friends that just knock out lists and they are committed to not moving until they get their list done. I'm not one of those people. I need a mental break. I need to stand up. I need to do other things. You know, when it comes to project management or when it comes to anything we're talking about, you know, there's also the, 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 the gangplank who's talking about the GSD list, list, the get shit done list. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what do you want to do? You know, I, the, that mentality is pick off the littlest things first that you can get done and that you can mm -hmm. be accomplished with. And then move on to the bigger and bigger tasks. I find that that works for me when I'm very overwhelmed and when I have a lot to do. But it doesn't always work for me all the time. Because sometimes I'll, it, sometimes for me, it leads to procrastination. Yep. Like, oh, man, that's this dev item, making this blog, our, you know, like I'm dealing with right now, you know, like making this blog archive page three columns instead of two columns and making sure all the CSS and everything's all responsive, everything is, you know, da 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 like to me, that sometimes that's a daunting task, and like that's a, a bit little. That's a little overwhelming. So all, all you gotta, you know, I have to make sure that I don't pick off all the little things. So sometimes, <clears throat> I gotta just jump right into some big stuff, you know. And I think that you know that's a lot of the secrets to winning the day. You know, finish out whatever time block that you have set up in a way where you can look back and see what's accomplished. You know, all my development, all my content marketing, all my meetings, all my strategy still go into a book of mine that's, that's written by hand. And you know that, and you know, and you see that. So I, I'm a big believer in just checking this shit off my list, literally, not just figuratively, literally. <laughs> and then from there, you know, seeing how you can move things forward. So that's how I win the day. So, I mean, talk about the week. Like, how do we, how do you like to wrap up your week? You know, Friday, when, when it's a calm Friday afternoon, I feel like we're finishing strong, as crazy as that sounds. No, that's that's a great point. I never really thought of it that way. I mean, 
as long as, you know, if it's a calm, okay, calm is relative and calm is subjective, sure. but calm meaning like truly calm. Not like it appears to be calm and you have an inner anxiety about, holy shit, I got to deal with this. I'm pushing this off. No, which, you know, but often in our, oh, sorry. No, which is, which happens time to time for sure. Yeah. I mean, often in our office and in our Slack channel, four o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock on a Friday rolls around and everybody's like, Hey, do you need help? Do you need help? Anything I can jump right. on for you? And I mean, to me, that's finishing strong. That is the epitome of finishing strong where our workload's done. We've gotten everything we need to do. We know our clients are happy. Things are taken care of, you know, and everybody's right. out there to help each other. I mean, that has, that, I think that speaks a and, lot to the know, culture, but also, you know, how we work as a team. True. And, you know, one of the things that I've started doing is I started wrapping up. I started giving project updates and like project wrap up memos and like emails. I started doing that end of day yep. Thursday. The reason I do it at the end of the day Thursday to wrap my week up strong is because if there's anything pressing that I don't know about or I, or I forgot, which does happen to things fall through the cracks, you know, they can say, oh, what about this? And it also gives us one more day of communication so that everybody knows exactly where the project is. So if there's any, if there's any kind of questions or any kind of things, we have one full workday Friday. Mm -hmm. Or somebody say, hey, what about this? Do you have, you know, this or, you know, and, and that avoids, you know, having the, the, the weekend anxiety, the Sunday scaries or the Sunday anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, or if by about both ends on our end and the client end. And then also it avoids, you know, dealing with things, dealing with emails late on a, on a Friday mm -hmm. and having that roll into Saturday. Yeah. You know, part of finishing, part of finishing strong and I'm just realizing as I'm talking to you is starting strong. Yeah. If you could, if you finish strong, there's no reason in hell you're not going to start the next week off strong with things because you know mentally where things are. Now I'm not, I, you know, like I said, I do work from a handwritten checklist, and I've done that for ten years now. But the thing is, like, I don't make my checklist until I come into the office that day. Mm -hmm. So, like, like let's say like tonight. I'm not make at the end of my day, I'm not making a list for tomorrow. I don't do that because what will happen is that doesn't set up well for me and my mental health mm -hmm. because now I can no longer like check out and enjoy time, you know, with family and friends and significant others and go to the gym and do all the things that I want to do to be present for that work-life blend that we talk about, yep. you know, because that stuff is on my mind because it's real and it's on my list already. Listen, I'm going to make the same list. When I get up in the morning, because I, to make the list, what do I do? I, I look at the previous day's lists and I, I create the new list. I mean, it doesn't come from the top of my mind. So I think, I think ending strong leads to starting strong and vice versa. Yeah. And I mean, I think that starting strong, ending strong is so, you know, at a point it comes down to the individual. Cause I know I'm the opposite before I leave my desk for the day, I start off like half my list for the next day. Because I know, okay, I don't have to worry about anything. It's on my list. It'll get done in the morning. You know, right. it's not late. It's not pressing. It's tomorrow's right. workload. And that's how I personally check out. So I think it's interesting how you and I have an opposite approach there. Yeah, we do it a little bit differently. And then, you know, that's finishing the week strong. Now, let's talk about finishing the month strong. <clears throat> and typically, you know, when we finish a month strong, I think that there is like 
three kind of checkpoints, mm-hmm. maybe four checkpoints, right? One is definitely going to be the scorecard and the scorecard in any business is the revenue sheet, mm-hmm. right? You know, you and I talk about that constantly and you, me and Nate and everybody else in our company, we're super transparent about where we are, where we need to be, what's the goal, yep. et cetera, et cetera. Right. And I think that comes from, you know, you're, you've always said revenue is a byproduct of meeting our goals. So if we're not meeting that goal, what else are we missing? Right. Exactly. So that's the one thing I, I, I one thing for finishing the, the month, Austro. The other one is project deliverables. How are you wrapping up a project? You know, a lot of times, I don't know why, proje- projects just happen to get done at the end of the month. Now, maybe that's a portion of, okay, we get, we're going to bill it. We're going to, it's going to fall into this month's revenue. Maybe it's a portion of, you know, deadlines. Typically deadlines, typically there's no, ar- there's no arbitrary deadlines. It's either the beginning of the month, the middle of the month, the end of the month, right? Mm-hmm. To me, the beginning of the month and the end of the month are the same. The only one that is different is the middle of the month. So like that's another thing that you know when you wrap up a month strong, you can look and say, how many projects did I ship? The other one is how many deliverables did we ship? Like, you know, Nate, you know, who's in back of you right now running our, our media department, producing all of our marketing videos and podcasts and audiograms for us and our all of our clients, he can actually look at a list and say, I produced X amount of content this month. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where there's a scorecard, there's a checklist. And then the other one is how do you feel about the month? Do you, do you feel like we met goals? I mean, and like when I say goals, I don't really care so much about, like, you know me, like financial goals. Yeah, that's nice. Those are all good. But at forecast, that's cool. But like, it's more like, did we meet the goal of what the client expected? Are we meeting that? You know, I have one project that is going on and on and on right now. I wrote a blog post about it today about like extreme ownership of your projects, mm-hmm. you know, and that's definitely, you know, was influenced by me finishing up the extreme ownership book, listening to that. <clears throat> so it's like whenever anything goes wrong, whenever anything goes wrong in your month, your day, your week, your revenue, it's your fault, mm-hmm. right? You know, too often, like we, you can't blame the client. You know, too often we see people pointing fingers at, you know, that people that we work with pointing fingers with, with, uh, on things that they had control over, but things that they didn't really recognize and they blame shift blame to, to a client or a coworker or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's nonsense. It's always your fault. Like right now I'm in a project where I went down the wrong, the wrong road. I'm trying. I've took ownership of it. I set a hard timeline. I'm trying to meet these this hard timeline that I set. So you know what? I have a gnarly week carved out for me because I set it that way. Whose fault is it that I'm going to have a gnarly dev week for this one project? It's mine. I said it. I did it. I'm meeting, trying to meet expectations. You know. So it's it's one of those things. Like that's where. You know, you can go back and you can really check that scorecard where, okay, well, how do you feel about the mm-hmm. month? Did you run crazy? Did you, et cetera, et cetera. You know, finishing up, finishing up, again, you know, finishing up a day strong leads to finishing up a week yep. strong. Listen, if you finish up five work days strong, you finish the week <laughs> strong. Yeah. Right? It's there, yeah. Right? <clears throat> and then if you... Parlay that into the same mentality of you finished four weeks strong because you finished out 
20 or 22 or 25 days strong, you're going to have a strong month. Guess what happens when you do three of those months in a row? You have a great quarter. You have a strong quarter. You have a strong quarter. Right? And then, you know, when you drill down to a year, how do you look at a year? Do you look at a year, you know, you handling the finances and you handling, you know, a lot of the project management and business development. How do you view a year? Do you view a year as, you know, 50 weeks? Do you view a year as 12 months? Do you view it as 280 work days or whatever it fleshes out to be? Or, you know, in our case, you know, closer to 300? Or do you view it as one entity as a year? Or do you view it into four quarters? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. For consistency, I go by the calendar year just so I can, you know, compare apples to apples. But in my mind, it's really any 52 rolling weeks. Okay. You know, so August to August or August to July could be a could be a year. You know, it, it just depends what story we're looking to tell and, you know, where do we hit our stride? Yeah. And I mean, but how do you how do you analyze things? I mean, you can't analyze things financially day to day. No. Could you go crazy? Yep. You can't you could start to get a trending snapshot if you analyze things weekly. Mm-hmm. I mean, monthly, if you if you're gonna analyze a year, you're gonna, you know, look back month to month, or you're gonna go quarter or you know, what's a, what's a good point for you in order? And let me ask maybe the question a little bit more directly. What's a good measurement for you in order for us to recognize, okay, we need to step it up here or things are going well, et cetera, et cetera. I started two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. And why two weeks? Cash flow. Okay. And any other reason? Does that give you a big enough sample to? It, it gives me a big enough sample to be like, okay. This in the bank, expenses owed, you know, we're in good shape or, hey, guys, we need to, we need to get shit moving here. <laughs> right. So, so you, so cash flow, of course, you know, everybody has their, oh, there's a standard definition, of course, you mm-hmm. know, <clears throat> but cash flow to me is money in, money out, money in, money out, money sitting. Yep. Is that, I mean, is that a, a simple way to, yep. to look at it? Money, money in, money out, money sitting. Mm-hmm. So I'll, so I'll start on two weeks and then take that to a month, you know, a, three months become a quarter, <laughs> right? You know, onwards to the year. And, and, and there's only one right answer to this. How is the cash flow right now? Steadily improving. That, that was the right, was the right answer. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like my driving record, steadily improving. <laughs> right. So, I mean, finishing, a, you know, I think that finishing a quarter strong is, is, is by like, you don't have to put max effort in in the last two weeks of a quarter to make a great quarter. If you put max effort in every day or every, of every week, you know, which leads to every month. And in our business, you know, projects aren't a five, you know, a five to 10 day turnaround time. You know, when, when we right. start discussing contracts and proposals with clients, it takes weeks to get that approved. I really feel like, right. you know, your month in order for you to have a good October, for example, the first half of September has to go well. Right. Of you course. know, because all of that compounds over and over and over and over. You know, and our business is our business is, you know, typically for a web development project. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to continue to give clarity and context to what we're talking about, we get paid fifty percent, about fifty percent to begin, and the balance of the next payment is either done at launch or, and then possibly 30 days after launch, but typically it's 50% upon completion, upon beginning 50% upon completion. And that way what happens is 
we can we have two pay points that one we control, one we mostly control, mm-hmm. and the other, the third one, if it does extend to that, we definitely control by account. Yeah. So I mean that helps forecasting. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it makes it a little bit different. You know, there are things that I definitely want to, you know, that we've talked about putting in there that help forecasting to help us to guarantee that we finish strong, to guarantee the revenue meets and matches our effort. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think it, you know, I think we both this summer listened to James Clear Atomic Habits. Yep. And a big part of what he talks about is, you know, improving 1% in anything a day and having that compound. Right. That's super important. But, you know, another great point he had was keeping the streak alive. If you can keep a streak alive for a week, you had you're going to have you know, finish that week strong. If you can keep right. the streak alive for two weeks, you're on to a great month. Right. And it's just a matter of continually building on the momentum and continually building on, you know, on the day. If you mm-hmm. win the day and you win five of them in a row, you win the week. Mm-hmm. You know, if you win four out of five, you still win the week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if and then if you win those weeks, you're going to win the month. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to continue going on and on and on. It's all about, you know, in my mind, it's about having clear communication with the clients, the team, and truly understanding what you need to be doing. You know, I sat down to do a bunch of dev last night and get this one project like back to branding, you know, back on brand standards. It's lost its way a little bit. But like you and I had a crazy day yesterday mm-hmm. where I came from Philadelphia up to you know, basically Eastern Pennsylvania via you, via the, the, the Stockton office, you know, we spent three hours in a car for a two and a half hour meeting. And then I was left to finish all this other stuff. And when I got back, I, nothing made sense to me. Mm-hmm. So rather than pushing it to the client I, today, I, I got done what did make sense today. I can tackle now what needs to happen and what I do have more clarity on, you know, I, to me, did I win the day because even though I didn't finish everything on my task list? Yeah, I definitely did, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, like, did I start today off strong? Oh, yeah, I was up since 7 a.m. creating content, emailing people, getting a list going, scheduling the podcast with you, getting all this other stuff up and rolling. So that's another way just to look at things. I think that if, I think that if you try to win a, a year – it's such a long-term goal. Nobody's going to start that until the end of quarter three mm-hmm. to try to win the year. And then, you know what? The deficit's too big. It's like trying to win a football game without playing the first three quarters. Yeah. You know? And, and you, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think that every, you know, maximum results start with maximum effort and just by winning the little things. And if you can win the little things, it's amazing what bigger things fall yeah. into place. It's amazing how projects go off track because of a bunch of little things that are uncommunicated by us to a client or whatever, right? That's still our fault. That snowball into a bigger picture mm-hmm. problem, which snowball into something bigger. If you win the little things and you take care of the little things, I mean, not to be cavalier, but the bigger things tend to take care of themselves. Correct. Like if you're working hard delivering projects and doing all those little things, it's amazing how much easier business development is. Yeah. You know, be- because people see what you're doing and they see what you're shipping and putting yeah. out. You know, and you mentioned winning the little things. I think, you know, a lot of our fantastic months and our stellar months were winning ties. And you can't win a tie if you're not in the game and you're yeah. not pushing and you're not giving everything, you know, 100, yeah. 110% every day, every hour of every day. 
you're not in a position to win those ties. Yeah, you know, I had a oh, I had a sales consultant that I worked did some work with years and years ago, and his name was Murray Goodman, and he was out of Scottsdale, Arizona, and he would just say to me, Greg, all you want to do to be very successful is win the ties, and that's really stuck with me, and I think that that's one of those things, you know, where Murray Goodman, you know, to win the ties, Stan, Sammy Christine of figure mm-hmm. it out, you know, all of those things where you can. Where it's just like, yeah, if you can win the ties and just sway things to tip one way or the other, you know. Uh, you know, also, I think there's something to be said for losing the mm-hmm. ties. So if you I, – I, you know, I, I think to, to what Murray's saying, the way we can take it is I don't want mm-hmm. any ties. I want to win more ties than I yep. lose. But I'm okay losing ties because that allows me to cut bait and move on. Now, I know that there's one or two people – that we've issued proposals to a year ago that still will pester you every once in a while via email. You stop mm-hmm. following up with them, you know, <clears throat> but they will still talk to you in email. Like, oh, really need to get this going. I didn't forget about you. That's fine. Yeah. We've moved on. We're here when you're ready. But like, we're, but we're here when ready. you're ready, but yeah. we're, we're good. Yeah, but we got to count yep. that as a loss mm-hmm. and move on. But it's amazing how much when you take care of all the little things, and you ship projects, and you get things done, and people see how busy you are, how business development kind of takes care yeah. of itself. And that, in my mind, is is one of the benefits of finishing strong. So any final thoughts on this project, on this topic? This has been a good conversation. I know it's a little bit different for our audience than what we normally talk about, but I think it's still very important nonetheless. So what- I mean, if you can finish the day strong, the week strong, the month strong, the quarter strong, it's going to help you when you get in that mental like, oh, man, I can't do this anymore. You're yeah. gonna, it, it gives you that fuel to look back and say, oh, no, I didn't think I could do it last month, but we did. And we surpassed. Yeah. You know, I, just don't don't get lost in the inertia. You know, enjoy it and celebrate it as well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I always say is whether you can or cannot do something, you're, you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. Like you can only do what you think you can do, you know, and that's the way that it goes. Like and that's the way that. You know, successful people look at winning the day and they go about changing, affecting change on whether it be, you know, a business, uh, a life, a culture, a world. And like, who, who knows? Yep. I mean, you know, if, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I know that's kind of like cliche, motivational poster, yeah, corporate office bullshit. But I mean, it is it is true. I mean, whether you can or you can't do something, you're totally right. So. So anyway, thanks, Kevin. Thanks for being there. This has been another good topic. Um Definitely looking forward to finishing up quarter three strong like we did, wrapping up, getting into starting quarter four off strong, finish out 2019 strong. And then I know that there's big things on the horizon uh, for us in 2020, everything else going on. So thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Greg, and thanks, everybody, for listening. And you can get more episodes of The New Marketing Show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, if you look, listen to big podcasts like Gary Vee or David Goggins or Joe Rogan, those same apps, just type in The New Marketing Show. You can get us too. So subscribe to us, check us out, and keep listening. So thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.